You are now listening to The Fighter Hayabusa Show. Welcome everyone to The Fighter Hayabusa Show. I am Mascara de Fuego. I'm Chiba Kip. And I'm Gray Puma. Thanks for listening, everyone. Well, we just wrapped up WrestleMania. And holy shit, it's... What time is it? It's 9.34 Pacific Time. And we've been sitting around for a couple minutes just kind of, uh, I don't know, trying to, com- to uh, get our thoughts together in regards to what we just saw. So, um, yeah. <laughs> As you can tell by the lack of enthusiasm in this room, we're drained. We're just literally drained by this, this show. So I'm just going to uh, go off the top, um, start, and then we'll go through WrestleMania, maybe touch on NXT for a hot second. Um, and then any of the other shows. So right off the bat, on the pre-show, we had the um, men's battle royal. It was a it was a short night for Aiden English, because he was the first guy that got thrown out. Um, there was really no reaction from the crowd for the most part. To me, this match dragged. Um, you know, uh, Ty Dillinger and Matt Hardy did have. A brief, in, you know, exchange with doing the delete chance and the ten chance. Well, that was fun. Um, the last three were Corbin, Mojo, and Hardy. Bray shows up out of nowhere, um, which basically lends the assist to uh, Jeff Hardy winning the match by throwing over uh, Corbin and Mojo, and they hug afterwards. So it does look like Bray is now part of the Woken universe. The next match was the Cruiserweight title, which I was, man, I really had my hopes up for. I was hoping that this was going to steal the show. Um, it was slow to start, and, uh, you know, it was fine. It just, you know, after a week where we had just watched Buddy Murphy and Kalisto, like, this match was no, it did not even come close to that match. Uh, Cedric ended up winning that one with the lumbar check. Um, like I said, my hopes were a little too high with that one. The women's battle royal, on the other hand, was a fun match. Uh, there was um, a brief moment where the NXT women were in the match and kind of, uh, you know, uh, took down all the WWE superstars, um, which was kind of cool to watch. That was great. It was nice to see Kyrie, Dakota. Um, it's just nice to see the, a lot of the faces from Mae Young Classic. And shame on them for cutting away from uh, Kyrie's elbow drop. Uh, but still, we got to, to see a cool uh, 450 from Bianca Belair. Uh, you know, I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. I, I think my only, my only complaint was that Becky got an intro, and then everybody else came out like goobers, you know, all together, and then Sasha got an intro. But that was it. Um, so that was kind of weird. Um, as fun as that match was, the end saw Bailey throw Sasha out, which like the crowd pop for only to realize that oh shit Naomi's still in this match and then Naomi won the match now to me that threw me off and maybe this was a telltale sign of what we were going to end up dealing with (laughs) the rest of the fucking night because it was a little bit of a bizarre world card in regards to certain things it was confusing because I I was all hyped for a Bailey heel turn because that was kind of a heelish move and then she wins if you just let her win you know that sets up a rivalry, but then you have Naomi out of nowhere. Sasha and Bailey were the only two women going into this match that had a story. Had a story that would have made sense to push with the vehicle of this battle royal. 
which they obviously didn't do. So it was kind of weird. I, I don't know. I should have. I should have figured figured that there was going to be something rotten with this night. But what part of telling a tale of revenge do they not understand? It worked perfectly last night with Takeover, uh, where Gargano gets his revenge, uh, and then Bailey kind of got hers, but then it got overshadowed by Naomi's win. So really weird. Right. Yeah. So then the main card starts, and we get the uh, Intercontinental title match between uh, The Miz, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins. Um, I thought this was a solid opener. Uh, not sure I would have gone with Seth winning the title, but that's the way that they went. Um, well, what does this say about how they see Finn, considering they have Seth beat him clean uh, on the go-home show, and then Seth wins again? So... Where does this put Finn on the mid-card, or in the card, I'm sorry, I misspoke. I don't know. I, you know, maybe it's time to move Finn to SmackDown. Um, I mean, they did have, like, this cool moment when he came out where, um, you know, he had, you know, he had, uh, you know, like a bunch of people, like, over by the, uh, you know, by the uh, entrance wearing the, the, the new, like, you know. Oh, I like this ba- rainbow gear. Yeah, like Balor, Balor, uh, Balor Clubs for everyone. And it was it was cool. It looked really cool. I, I like the, the gear. I like the, um, the you know, the um, acceptance of everyone kind of thing. So I figured that they could have written that with a, with a decent IC yeah, title. Yeah, you on. have a, an entrance about inclusion and then you lose. So yeah. that's kind of like really it's weird. Yeah. fuck inclusion. Yeah. I'm going to exclude you fuckers really good. Here you go. Um, so what would you guys think of that match? Any thoughts on that match? I mean... I enjoyed it. I yeah. just, for me, the wrong person won. Yeah, I thought, well, that and also where, what do you do with Finn from here? Yeah. It's like, it, where it, does he go? Yeah, I, I'm not, I don't know. I mean, I guess you can set up return matches with, with, uh, with Seth... But, you know, isn't that basically what Miz is going to be doing? So we're not going to get triple threat matches every month, right? And we shouldn't. When we shouldn't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's time Maybe it's time to move uh, Miz up the card a little bit. I don't know. Uh, so the next match we had was shockingly a weird placement for the match, but I'm kind of glad it went early in the card because this was definitely a, a card of two cities. Uh, the, the, the beginning of the card and then the end of the card. Um, so we got um, Charlotte putting up the women's uh, SmackDown championship against Asuka. Uh, once again, to, to, to echo the sentiment of, of Puma, wrong person won. <laughs> and wrong gonna, person and won. I feel like we're going to see this a lot tonight. However, I will say it's a, it was a good match. I, I don't like the way... Like, I guess I figured Asuka's streak is going to end at some point, and that's fine. And Charlotte's actually a good person to do it. But come on, why have her tap out? Yeah, it's, to me, I, I, I think it was too early. Look, if you would have told me that she would win the title tonight and take it to next WrestleMania and then lose, I would have been A-OK with that. Um, it just, I don't know. I, 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 I don't like the way that they did that. Um, they could have... They could have even set up a pin instead, yeah. um, or a quick roll up. You know, something out of the blue, not not you know having her tap out to, to someone's finisher finisher, which you know, I don't know. I just wasn't a fan of it. And yeah, and you know we were so spoiled by the women's match uh, the night earlier, 
the night before on NXT where Ember was protected and she didn't tap out and, and fought she and just fought. fought and fought and that's what I felt Asuka should have done. Yeah. Um, I've seen other people last longer in the figure eight. It seems yeah. in my yeah. mind. Yeah. I, I. Um. So for me, it was pro- arguably the match of the night. Just again, the wrong person won for me. But it was respectful. I, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't like nice congratulatory Oscar. <laughs> I was expecting yeah. her to. <laughs> yeah. Charlotte's clo- ready for Oscar. Li- yeah, clothesline her or something. So that was a little disappointing and kind of took the wind out of my sails for the rest yeah. of the night. Charlotte did have a, a pretty decent um, entrance, though. Oh, I need to know who the men were accompanying her. Who are the NXT guys? So if you guys know, please tweet us. It's tweet probably Benoni and uh, the other one. Yeah, because those oh. guys were pretty tall. So it had to be anybody <laughs> who was of size. Um, so, yeah, she got a decent entrance. Uh, I don't know. They were, I guess we should mention that they were doing kind of that, like, 3D-ish virtual reality kind of like graphics. Yeah, look cool for the people at home. Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> nobody, nobody in the in, in the stadium saw any of that shit. So right, you almost missed the uh, the blow up uh, MVP cave right. entrance. You know that they used to have in years past. Right, or or uh, Miz getting awesome spelled out and balloons yeah. and shit. Or even a giant list for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next match was the U.S. title match. I, there's really not a lot for me to say, um, but Mahal won that with the Coloss. Oh, right. I, I think I slipped through that one. Yeah. Yeah, again, decent match. Nothing yeah. Nothing that stood out. But again, the wrong person won. Actually, if Rusev won, uh, it's arguable that it would be a well, good match. And, and he, and look, I, I watched, I put, the, I put the network on early, and as people were filing into the arena... And as they sat there, and as the pre-show began, one thing was chanted the entire time. Rusev Day, Rusev Day, Rusev Day. That's and I expect to much hear it. that tomorrow on, on at the Smoothie King Center. Fans at the Smoothie King Center, please hijack the show with Rusev Day chants. You know what's going to happen, and it needs to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, Mahal won. I, like I was telling these guys during the show, I, I, I have a feeling that it has to do with the... Uh, that uh, Saudi Arabia or whatever, um, the greatest, the Royal greatest, Rumble yeah, card. the greatest Royal Rumble card, um, sending him in there as champion. Um, the next match that we got was kind of a surprise, surprisingly good match. I mean, at least for me, because I, I went in with low expectations. But it was uh, Stephen Hunter taking on Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey in her debut. Um, yeah, it didn't suck. It didn't suck. <laughs> no, I didn't think it was gonna suck. I didn't. I just didn't think Ronda was actually going to wrestle as much as she did, yeah. and actually crushed it. Yeah. Everything she did looked fairly clean, yeah. and uh, you know I got to give it up for the Ronda Rana. That looked really <laughs> good. Yeah, I mean it's it's funny because we've seen her do few things in the ring so far, and all of it like just screamed of like I'm learning, you know. Yeah. And then the match came, and there were no signs of that. She looked like she belonged there. She didn't look nervous. I mean, it. She fit, she you know. Great. So I think she did a great job. I think they're gonna have to tweak her gear a little bit, um, because she spent most of the time fixing it and but pulling her shorts that, down. But she did that during her UFC fights too. I think she's just a, an adjuster. Yeah, I guess. But I, you know, in, in in the world of WWE, nothing is more distracting than when you're getting your ass kicked and you're fitting your you're fixing your tights. 
You know, yeah, I, th- you're, I think you're pulling down your Murphy, you know, or, or you know, or, or fixing your elbow, your, right. your elbow pad or knee pad while you're getting your ass kicked. It just it just throws you off. You know? And I think emotionally, I would say this might be the match of the night as far as just leaving you satisfied. It was with a good, a, yeah, uh, it was good. Yeah, with a really feel good conclusion. So yeah, either yeah. this match or the Charlotte Oscar match are well, and are and, definitely the and top truth matches. be told, Steph was a lot better than I expected her to be as well. She um, still sucked. <laughs> she's terrible no, I, I, you know I, I, I would love to see Ronda against um, an actual wrestler so so, come Monday who's who's Ronda's first like real feud I well we spoke on the last podcast we, we said well I said that I kind of want her to just go away and just train for a while and uh, you know maybe come back for a hot program with somebody at uh, SummerSlam and I think they're going to try to continue her momentum because she needs to practice. And I saw a, a brief thing on Twitter. I didn't look at the article or watch the video, but um, Alicia Fox, is she a wrestler? Yeah. She uh, she got into it with Travis Brown at a... Her, her, uh, that's her husband, right? Yeah, at Rhonda's husband at some kind of hotel. And they he was apologizing. She exchanged words and called him rude. And it was supposedly caught on camera, air quotes, so... I'm wondering if they're setting up some kind of rivalry. I mean, they could even set up a match where she comes out and ends up killing her on Monday. You know, Ronda needs a few squashes. Yeah, I think, I, to well, set I think... up set her up as a legitimate um, star, which is where they're taking her. I mean, clearly that's the direction that they want to go. Yeah, I mean, now that now that you've kind of taken that undefeated rocket off of Oscar's back, I mean, I guess you can put that that kind of thing onto. Um, and build Ronda up. And build Ronda up so when you actually do the match next year with with Charlotte and Ronda, then at least you're kind of doing another undefeated streak versus, you know, her, her No, her she doesn't deserve ring. it. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ready for the undefeated streak. That's right. Um, the next match was the Usos, New Day, and the Bludgeon Brothers. Um, I don't know, man. This match didn't even hit like a stride. And then next thing you know, the Bludgeon Brothers hit a, I think it was a powerbomb, and oh, it wait. was over. Before we talk about the match, can we talk about the creepy pancakes? Oh, shit. I was, <laughs> uh, Is that the worst, worst entrance you've seen of all time? It, it, oh, I don't man. know if it's the worst. It was just the most... Bizarre. Confusing. Strange. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm sure you guys <laughs> saw it if you watched the show, but New Day came out with, obviously, pancakes. And then all of a sudden they had little people dressed up as pancakes, and they came out, they danced around, they even a few of them even did the worm. Yeah. It was just very fucking bizarre. <laughs> and we didn't even take drugs. Yeah, no, we we tried. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I needed to after. And it almost seemed like it didn't come from the new day. You it was like I mean? it didn't. It was one of the like, true. I don't know. Bizarre. And if it did, then okay, I guess. Then so, maybe we've gone to the well too many times. Then yeah, I don't know. New, new, new day would have had some uh, video game shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like leveling up with like pancakes or some shit. You yeah, know? this was Not, very. It was bizarre. bizarre I mean, you're and bad. you're right. That that's that screams of like someone going, "Hey, you know what would be funny?" Dot dot dot. Little pancakes. Little pancakes coming out and break dancing, which was. Uh, so weird. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. This match didn't even really get going for me. It seemed, next thing you know, they were already going to the finish, and the Bludgeon Brothers had won the title, so. Yeah, I think I was eating pizza. I think I totally missed this match. Well, considering the Usos have not been on the actual Mania card in the past few years, and they've made their name 
having these great tag team matches, and then all of a sudden, uh, absolutely did nothing, nothing for this WrestleMania. And it almost seemed like they were just so eager to uh, boost the uh, Bludgeon Brothers over. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it was just very strange. I, I don't know. It, 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 like, it was just a match to, keep, to have a match to get bodies on the, on, on the card, but I really feel like they could have just made it a, you know, a, a, a regular tag team match, given it a couple more minutes, and at least maybe it would have been decent. You know? I mean, we've seen the New Day have a s- solid match with the Usos. They could have gone that way. If you wanted to put the Bludgeon Brothers in there, then, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It maybe had it been a gauntlet match, and had it be three a three per, a three team gauntlet match, the Usos and the New Day have a decent match. You know, after that, the Bludgeon Brothers come in, decimate title match, or you know, title win. But this this was nothing. It was a nothing. And match. it makes you worry about what they're gonna do with uh, War Raiders. You know, are they gonna War Raiders? Who's that? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as as Chupa has has as indicated it, it doesn't roll off the tongue more raiders more raiders yeah it's kind of like rural drawer <laughs> oh they better not make war raider nation stickers or anything like oh that. you know no. it's coming you know it's coming um so before we get into the next match i should mention that at this point we've had john cena showings no. from the crowd he came in early into his seat uh during the pre-show and kind of sat there and took pictures with fans and they would cut to him during matches for his like facial reactions which look if they could have if they would have done that the entire show I would have been a-okay with with that because it was kind of funny yeah um but during and I forget which oh it was right after the uh, the woman's the women's match um where a ref runs down yes into the crowd and tells you know presumably he's telling John Cena that hey Taker's here and then you see John Cena bolt Mm -hmm. Bolt over through the, the entrance ramp, um, heading to the back to, I guess, change into his gear. Because for once, he looked like a normal person. He was wearing jeans and a t-shirt as opposed to, you know, everything that he's always wearing at, like, the Today Show or, you know, early John Cena stuff. So, we basically got John Cena versus Undertaker. Um, not before, though, Cena came out and was kind of waiting. The lights go out, and instead we get Elias. So Elias comes out, does a song. He gets, you know, he gets beat up by uh, by Cena. Cena thinks he's not getting Taker. Um, he finally gets Taker, and Taker basically squashes John Cena, which is fine with me. Um, if we could get more squash matches from Undertaker every WrestleMania, if he's willing to come out at his age and work a three minute match, I'm super happy about it. Show me your greatest hits, and I'm good. I think uh, I would let him gracefully retire because it kind of stressed me out when he went on that top rope. It's like, oh, God, <laughs> oh, God, be careful. It's like, please be careful with your hip. Yeah, so I don't know. As, uh, as ZSJ wisely says, all legends have to die. All legends have to die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after that match, we, based, we got... Um, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Now, to me, I feel like this might have been the match of the night for me. Um, as, of course it was. As, as <laughs> Chupa kept laughing at me at my reaction when Daniel Bryan would come out or do anything. Um, I, Daniel Bryan got a massive reaction here. 
Um, questionably the biggest of the night. Oh, absolutely. I forgot about this match. Really? Not out of like because it was bad. Because it was so long ago. I've been so deflated by (laughs) by the the second uh, half of this fucking card. Yeah, the last four matches of the card that I I forgot that this this little gem happened. Um, Even though I I still thought the beginning was a little clunky with the whole stretcher uh, deal. Don't do injury teases, guys. Yeah, especially with this guy. Yeah. Even even to the point where after Daniel Bryan did the dropkick off the top rope, he kind of just laid there for a second and kind of like... He touched his head. He touched his head, and we're like, oh, shit. But then he did a kip-up, and he was fine, so he was fucking playing with Just our emotions. Just playing, yeah, exactly. And I, and that was the move that I said on the last podcast, that that's the move that I did not want him to do, because yeah. he does land on his neck. And he did it. How dare he? Yeah, and I was hoping he wouldn't do any suicide dives, and it looked like he was going to go for one at one point, and then he did a baseball slide. So I'm like, all right, good. He's, he's not going head first. Um, overall, though, I, I did enjoy this match. Um, they, they, they ended up focusing on Shane doing most of the beginning of the match as they were playing uh, a quote-unquote injury angle with Daniel Bryan um, at ringside where it looked like he was almost going to get carted out until he got up onto the ring apron and did the hot tag. But, uh, yeah, I really did enjoy this match. And, uh, uh, you know, Bryan uh, hit the knee and then uh, made Sami Zayn tap out with the yes lock. So, I mean, look, they could have ended the show there. I guess I would have been happy. I'm just... Looking forward to all the dream matches. Let the dream matches begin. Daniel Bryan and whoever, uh, I just want to see it. Yeah. I, I find it funny that you guys are like totally calm right now, even though at, during the time you guys are both losing your shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, in I, different ways, but like, but it's like, funny. I, I saw heads exploding <laughs> into little stars. But, but I, I, you know, Puma's on to something, you know, like if we, if we would have stopped the, paused the show at that point and done a podcast. We, it would have been a different story because at that point, we were all hyped. Uh, yeah, we were hyped. <laughs> even, even energized, even, loving wrestling. Yeah, even even with the <laughs> the weird, you know. Okay, they went with Seth instead of Finn. They went with Charlotte instead of Oscar. At that point, it still felt like all right. Well, fine. Yeah, yeah. I would we say, still pro- yeah. Pro- proceeded with the show. <laughs> I would say this match with the Ronda tag should have ended the show. I mean, I, I don't know. I always thought when it comes to wrestling business, you send the crowd home happy. Yeah. Not confused. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, and I guess we'll talk about the very last shot of this pay per view. Yeah. Later, but uh, yeah, that's to me that's not how you send the crowd home happy. Yeah. So the next match um, was Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax. Um, you know, I, I gotta say I, I I was impressed with this match because I once again went in with low expectations and, and they worked a pretty stiff match. I thought they were great, Alexa. She's good. You know, I I was doubtful mm-hmm. as to how... Because Nia, she's just so powerful. And, you know, I, I just feel like yeah. in in real, real world, world times, she would just crush Alexa. But Alexa held her own, and it didn't look stupid. Yeah. So I was really pleased. Yeah, I, I thought Alexa Bliss took a lot of punishment, and, and her performance was pretty great. And then on that avalanche, uh, Samoan drop was, was a sight to behold. So that was a good finish to the match. Good for Nia. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad that they, 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 they did a good job with the match. I wasn't crazy about the build-up to, to this match. I, you know, the whole fat-shaming thing. Like I, 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 yeah, look, it, days gone by where they would have, you know, when they were called divas and had right. bra and panty matches, you know, fat-shaming was definitely an angle they, they went to the well 
before with. Right. So, this was a total lay cool angle, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. You know? So, you know, it, it, them going kind of back to that well was a little kind of like, eh, come on, you guys. Um, but, you know, regardless, I thought the match was good, and I thought they did a good job um, getting over uh, both both guys. And I look forward to Nia just completely dominating. And I think she deserves to. She's sure. a good promo. She has a great look. Um She's great in the ring. So, to this point in the show, I mean, we're still feeling pretty... We are still we're st- We're still pumped. We're fairly a- pumped. Getting a little tired. A little tired. But we're still in it to win it. Yes. Right? We're feeling okay at this point. And then I was saying, I was like, okay, hopefully they show the Brock graphics so we know that AJ and Shin are last. And then and then Chupa noticed that it, was, uh, it wasn't Michael Cole... On the commentary, it was, uh, what's his name? The SmackDown guy. I'm yeah. having a brain fart. I'm exhausted. Um, <laughs> when, when Chupa noticed that, I was like, oh, shit. Cause the then SmackDown I, announce crew was Yeah, here. the SmackDown announce crew was up, and sure as shit, they went into AJ versus Shin. Which I thought was good, but not great. If you've been watching New Japan for a few years, and you saw their Wrestle Kingdom match... Uh, even if they just redid that match, it would have been ten times better than what they did today. It's almost as if this didn't hit that next gear, and I don't know what happened. Especially when they would kick out of each other's finishers and, and just go batshit crazy on each other, and they didn't seem to do that. I feel like, I feel like the match started in one gear and didn't make it to the next. I feel like it, there, there should have been a point where it kicked into the next next gear and things really kind of escalated. And I don't feel like there was that moment of escalation. It just kind of kept the same tone through the entire match, um, through the finish, I thought. Yeah, and even their uh, little brief exchange during that uh, six-man ladder match like a long time ago, whether it was five people or not, remember at that pay-per-view, Right, where the crowd was going crazy when they, you know, both had the ladder in their hands. <laughs> that was an extra gear, more so than this whole match. Yeah, and uh, and it's funny because the crowd felt like they were into it for half the match, and you can hear them kind of rumbling and kind of cheering back and forth. But then it, you can tell that there was a moment when the crowd kind of noticed that this is all we're getting, and they mm. kind of started to die down. It was strange. Just like you guys did. Just like we did, and Pretty then much. and then the the finish came. AJ hit the Styles Clash, and he pinned Nakamura. Which I've never seen two people so upset in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's I, I I don't know. Like I said, this is a weird pay per view of weird decisions on finishes. Um, this probably being the biggest of them all, at least personally for me. I know Chupa yeah. would have gone with Oscar. You know, um, and obviously the same goes for, for Puma, but yeah, it's a fu- I, I don't understand, I don't understand this finish, and I, under, I, I understand less what happened after the match. Well, it's like you said, predictable is good sometimes when it comes to big shows. 100%. And you're waiting for the payoff, and uh, nobody called Shinsuke turning heel, and that's not necessarily a bad thing or a good thing, it was just kind of like, oh, that happened. Uh, he did look good being a heel, acting like a prick, but 
but, I don't know if I'm ready for a heel. But, but the problem is, right here's the problem with this. Okay, right now he's going as Shinsuke Nakamura has been presented as the rock star, the artist, kind of like this unique kind of character. Now he turns heel and he's gonna fucking get labeled as the fucking foreigner. You know, that's gonna be the worst part about it. It's not they're, they're not gonna focus on him being still this like rock star artist who who got too vain or whatever and. You know, uh, you know, decided that he was pissed off that he lost to AJ Styles. They're just gonna label him a fucking foreigner. He'll come out and wrestle. The crowd will start chanting USA, and it it, it fucking pigeonholes him into this specific kind of genre bullshit that just drives me nuts about the WWE. Where if you're a fucking foreigner, we always have to chant USA against you. Well, I mean, I was. Thinking I hope about you're wrong. Yeah. I I hope I'm wrong too. But that's what my gut is saying right now. I was hoping that, you know, we've seen Michael Jackson and Shinsuke to date, so maybe we'll get goth, death metal Shinsuke, and maybe he won't, maybe he won't do promos. Maybe he'll be the strong silent type, because I think, uh, let him speak Japanese and do subtitles and have translators, or, you know, wait until they're fluent. So I think Asuka and Shinsuke are this weird... It's a weird time for both of them. Yeah, it's a weird time for both of them in in WWE. You know, it's... I remember the times where we'd watch NXT... And they'd be on the same card, and they kind of were, you know, pretty parallel, you know, um, in regards to, you know, their their matches, match quality, their championships, and fuck, man, WrestleMania was no different. Like, they just were, are in a weird place with both of those characters now. Um, you know, Asuka will rebound. I don't have an issue with that. She'll still be a face, and she'll still get cheered, and, you know, it's just, you know, it, the loss was going to come at some point. This was a stupid time to do it, but... They decided to do it. Well, with I, w- I will say, if Asuka had... She's always been kind of tweener. Kind of had heel. Yeah, sure, she was kind of, of course. a cheater in yeah. NXT. If she had Especially gone, towards the end yeah, there. If she had gone full heel, to, I would have made... I would have been like, okay, that makes sense. She's just making the real transition because someone broke her streak. Yeah. That makes more sense. Shinsuke going heel is very out of context. And I just, it's, it's not... I'm not worried about where they go from here. It's just... It's a buzzkill because it's so confusing because you, you just kind of pause and it's like, well, what just happened? And Especially all the great content about him lately. Yeah. You know, yeah. that just presents him as just a really cool, likable person that you want to root for. And for him to be presented in this manner is just... I'm wondering if they went heel with him because... Um, because Sammy and, and, and Kevin Owens did not win that match, essentially they don't go back to SmackDown. Those guys will probably get moved to Raw. They need to fill heel roles. Heel versus I, heel? I, I, don't I, know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess maybe they needed to fill some roles on SmackDown, and they thought you know turning Nakamura was a good fucking idea. But I, I really think they've shot themselves in the foot with it's this. It's a guy. weird way to do it too, because I don't know. It's like of all the heel behaviors, it seems like low blows are like way at the bottom of the list. Like right. you, you hit people with bells, you you hit them with different things, but it's like. Yeah, it's, it was just so weird, and how he led into it, like being very respectful. Look, if if, if they odd. if he if he would have done the respect thing at the end, where he gave him the title, and they they could have continued this feud and then built up the animosity yeah. to where he finally snaps and and turns heel, I think that would have at least made sense. Sure. But we've kind of had this kind of like hey hey pat on the head pat on the head yeah. hey 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 you know thing kind of rivalry, and then this happens. So, I don't know. All right, so then after that, we go to the Raw Tag Team Championship. Nicholas, Nicholas, <laughs> Nicholas. So, no. 
as as we know, the bar was going to defend the titles against Braun Strowman and a player to be named later. Little did we know that player was literally sitting in the crowd just minding his own fucking business. Um, you know, we kind of went back and forth on who we thought or we hoped would be in that role. You know, maybe Samoa Joe or maybe James Ellsworth or a slew of other fucking names. Tanahashi was in the house. I mean, Suzuki. I think that was one of the more exciting things about this WrestleMania was <laughs> just knowing that some of the greatest wrestlers in the world uh, from New Japan were just watching in the audience. But but how weird is that that these guys who just, you know, off the heels of, of Wrestle Kingdom where the, the, the show was great, um, these guys are sitting in the WWE's biggest show and it's not coming off as the biggest fucking show of the year. They're probably laughing. Right? Like, <laughs> They're probably like, probably look at these dumb like, Americans. All right, this is weird, but whatever. This I is hope Shinsuke's getting paid. <laughs> right? Well, I, I hope that added that spare room, you know, to his house. But uh, I don't know. So Braun Strowman comes out. He, he, he doesn't have a partner, so he goes into the crowd and just picks out a kid whose name is Nicholas. It couldn't have been like, I don't know. Ten? Ten? Twelve, maybe? No, no fucking older than that. Brings the kid in the ring. The match starts. Um, Braun is basically wrestling the match to himself. He makes one tag to Nicholas. Who was worthless. Yeah, and and, and, I mean, come on, man. Like, show some emotion, kid. Like, (laughs) you know you've been practicing this shit for years in your room like we were as kids. Like, (laughs) you got your shot, kid. (laughs) He did, he did well, though. He, uh, I mean, you know, he, you know, he didn't piss his pants. No. He didn't run away. Um, so then uh, Braun, Braun pins, uh, I think it was uh, Cesaro, and him and Nicholas win the tag team titles. Um, I don't know. This kid's going to have to go back to school at some point. I don't see him fucking touring. <laughs> right. He's a part-timer for sure. Yeah. We've, we've got enough fuck, fucking part-timers in the WWE. We don't need another part-timer, Nicholas. You know, it's funny. uh uh, wrestling has all sorts of ridiculousness, and it's it's levels of ridiculousness. So we accept Young Bucks super kicking a little kid. Yeah. This we were, we were all up in arms like, what the hell is going on? I I think it's because we had like, I don't want to say high expectations because essentially it was a, a you know a, pretty much a nothing tag team match. But you know there was there was there's ways they could have gone that could have meant something. You know they could have put a worker in the crowd. Yeah. And said, all right, hey, you, fucking Steve Johnson. Have, yeah, Carmelo come in. And, yeah, you know, or fucking, you I'm know. Gonna, I'm going to use my, you know, my, my briefcase to hit someone. <laughs> right. <laughs> Something. Something. But, you know, instead we get Nicholas. So, you know, we'll see how long this lasts. I'm assuming that, you know, we'll get to Raw. You know, they'll invite Nicholas on. Nicholas will drop the titles or some shit. I don't know. I'm just going to guess he's like a nephew or something. Yeah, he has I to mean. Be related to someone. Yeah, there's, there's, no, there's way. no way that they're going to put themselves... Uh, liable like that by bringing a kid into the ring for a match. I mean, look, there's times where I know that, you know, people have gone to where they got, you know, even even going into the ring, they're kind of iffy about, you know, so uh, he's, he had to be he was a paid worker, goddammit. Well, how long is Braun going to hold the title? I say, you know? I say something happens tomorrow. Huh. And then not only that, you have like two very strong workers, and in my mind Cesaro being a top Arguably top twenty world work top worker, and he's not given a platform to shine. You know, yeah, it's like wasted talent. All right, so let's move on to the main event. Um, oh man, are we still not there yet? 
luckily, luckily we we're here, and this will be brief. But you know, we were out of this match. The crowd was out of this match. Um, it was hard to look at this match as being good or bad because I think at this point we'd been sitting around since two o'clock, and we're exhausted, and we've had a lot of weird fucking finishes, and. And we're just confused. And we're confused. We're confused at this point. It's like, yeah. WWE, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, we weren't paying attention. Um, the crowd started chanting, this is awful. Uh, I saw on Twitter that the, the beach ball started to come out. Um, you know, and at some point, Roman got busted hard way. Um, I mean, he was bleeding fucking profusely. But for my, It looked like maybe one of the Brock elbows. It was, it was one of them. Um, and yet another strange victory. Because, I mean, I, th- I think we all pretty much guessed, assumed, if you will, mm-hmm. that Ro- this was finally Roman's coronation. He'd take the title and fucking, you know. I mean, look, they've been building up the F5 for for a year now, right? Right. So every person that Brock Lesnar has wrestled to to this point has taken one F5 matches over. Samoa Joe, one. Braun, one. one. Uh, Finn, one. Um, the, the list goes on. Now, mind you, yes, Roman took six F5s. But at the end of the day, Brock still won. Um, now, mind you, I'm fine with that. I'm not that. Fa- I'm not a fan of Roman, you know, so I'm glad they kept it on <laughs> Brock. It's just a match that I don't want to see anymore. <laughs> And it looks like, I mean, like, yeah. Like, at this point, this dude has killed you with six F5s. Do you really want to see a rematch? Yeah, and then not only that, it was like, I would say half of it we already saw it in San Francisco. Yep. At that WrestleMania. Yeah, and, and at, least like, that I, one, at least that one, the crowd was into, I feel. If there was a picture of us during that match, it was all of us were, we were all on our phones, I think. Mm, yeah. We, we were just were, doing our own thing. No, you Oh, I took a picture. Yeah, yeah. We I were, took a picture. We were really? on our phones. Like you looked, you looked up and you saw uh, Roman bleeding. Like that's how disconnected we were. Well, no, I knew it was coming. It was just like I, I cared less. Yeah, I'm, as I look on my phone, of this is literally the two of you just sitting there, <laughs> like just playing on your phones during that match. No, I'm, I'm hate tweeting. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm you, not, you're I'm definitely not. hate tweeting. <laughs> and not. I was retweeting your hate tweet. Yeah. So. <laughs> F this noise, you guys. Um, I, you know, and it's weird. They went after the match. Um, Brock celebrates. They go to the video package, kind of summarizing the entire show, and then we cut back to the arena where, you know, um, Roman's doing his like sad face, like crawl back to the the locker room. And I don't know. To me, I thought, are they trying to get like a sympathy like clap? You know, because sometimes when they do that, it's like. All right, we appreciate you. Here's right. your sympathy clap. You know, good job. We weren't getting that for Roman. It was nothing. It, it was more like a confused audience. Yeah, we were just like I like I, I was saying like maybe somebody's gonna jump him at the end. You know, maybe we we'll were get, screaming out, J- "Someone attack him!" Someone fucking attack this guy already. <laughs> this is awkward. With a crutch. <laughs> <laughs> it was his moment again. God damn it. <laughs> um, so I don't know, man. Um, I want to say. Up until I thought, you know, I enjoyed Naya, Naya and, and, and Alexa Bliss, and I feel like that's where, after that, things kind of derailed. 
same. I you think know? I, I, I honestly I gassed out after Charlotte Oscar. I gassed out yeah. pretty early. My my energy was just spent. But yeah, until I you know until that match that was great. Um, the rest of the card, I'm just confused. And I will say out of us three, I'm I'm the least. I'm the person who watches WWE the least. Yeah. And so I come into this really confused. Like, right. I don't know who the bar are. I, I'm not really familiar with these guys. Sure. So I, I just come in, like, and I always wonder, like, who is the audience for this stuff? Like, I don't, I don't, I, cl- I clearly don't understand the thought <laughs> process behind some of these decisions. It's like, and like Great Puma said, don't you want fans to go home somewhat pleased? I mean, it's your biggest show of the year. It, it, you should be sending... Yeah. You should be sending. Usually, the the visual you want at the end of WrestleMania is the the most popular person that you've been cheering for for months gets his chance to win the title, wins the title, fireworks, everybody goes home happy. We didn't get really any of that. I mean, maybe unless you're a Brock super fan. I mean, I mean, look, I enjoy Brock, and I and I think he he adds a certain kind of. Um, I don't want to say credibility, but you know that's the only word I can come up. With Legitimacy. Right now. That, Legitimacy. That that's wrestling's a, an actual sport. You know, that's and, and they got this guy who's who's been you know on top for a while, and he, and he's special because he's not wrestling all the fucking time, you know. Because um, nothing bugs me more than when you know the champions on every fucking show. Because I'm, I'm I'm a sucker for the old school when Ric Flair was on a show occasionally. Mm-hmm. He was there, and, and when if he was there, it was a big fucking deal. Um, so or a good match. Or a good match. And, you know, nowadays things are a little different, which, you know, I, I feel like they could still go back to the old school because you got so many people on the fucking roster, you can afford to kind of, you know, rotate guys out or kind right. of give them a break or whatever. So I like Brock in this role, but I don't know how long you got Brock at this point. You know, the rumors are there that he's leaving. Um, I maybe, think Dana White said so. Yeah, and maybe maybe they're just filling us full of shit. I don't know. Or maybe, maybe he is going back to fight, but he's still going to you know, be with the WWE. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to put themselves out there after, you know, that match with Mark Hunt where, you know, he wins the match but then gets popped for, you know, a violation. You know, I don't know if they want to put themselves out for that anymore. Um, regardless, I don't know. To me, this show gets, I don't know, I'd say a C, C minus. You know, if, if I'm grading the first half of the card, B, solid B, solid B plus, but after that, like the last three matches, really fucking killed it for me, man. And, it, and, and not only the three matches, but the weird booking choices of going with certain people as opposed to you know the other person that, you know, like I said, you know, to these guys while the show was on, sometimes predictable is okay, and we all watched NXT, and some of that stuff might have been a little predictable. You know, but at the end of the day, yes, I still want to see Aleister Black win the title. We got that, you know, and that that might have been to me maybe a little predictable, but people still marked out for that. Well, let's move forward to NXT. Let's New let's do that as I as I rewind my fucking notes all the way back to yesterday. Um, that was a that was like the bizarre world of WrestleMania, where top to bottom, all the matches were great. There were a lot of highlights. The, the bookings all arguably made sense. Even though, let's say, something so predictable or someone that you didn't like won. It still all made logical sense. Yes. So 
that's why when I was watching WrestleMania, it's like, wow, the whoever's booking this show, like, why don't you just talk to the person who works on Takeover? So, so why don't you guys just? So share why notes? why is Vince not talking to Hunter? Is basically what yes, you're saying? Why, why don't yeah. they communicate, share, dude? Like, have meetings. Well, let's <laughs> you know. talk about that first match, the NXT North well, American Championship well, ladder match. Even before you get to that, I th- there was a w- kind of a weird opening to that show for me, because. The, the lights go off and they go right to the band and then they kind of do like a a summary of what's to come which was kind of a unique take on how they do things normally they get you know either you know they used to have hunter open the show or they would just go right into the first match this one had the band come on right off the bat and play you know their song or whatever the <laughs> theme song while playing video highlights of what 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 is to come I liked it did you like that? Yeah, it, it felt very it was like different. Olympics. Yeah. You know, yeah, how and they I, set up the story. And I think it would get predictable if, if Hunter would just come out and all that. I think they're evolving into their own thing, and they sure. realize that it's a packed house. They are a strong brand now, and they could do their own thing. All right, so let's hit it. Ladder match. Go ahead. Ricochet. Ricochet. <laughs> ricochet. Okay, so I just want to start by saying that Ricochet got the main event entrance they had him come out last um you could hear the crowd pop everyone loves him he's my man now so that's it he's been your man (laughs) (laughs) yeah i would say he and adam cole definitely got the two biggest pops as far as their entrances Uh, were concerned and yeah velveteen dream also got his uh fanfare going uh great match arguably you know i know most people will say gargano champa but this is arguably the match of the night as well. This is how you start a fucking pay-per-view. It like, was amazing. The, the, match, the match was so good, and you had so many. There was that, that moment where um, Ricochet was trying to climb up the, really close to the beginning. He was trying to climb up the ladder, mm-hmm. and I forgot who was trying to tip the ladder over, and Ricochet basically moonsaulted off the ladder onto... The tilting ladder. Yeah, the yeah. tilting ladder. Over the the top rope and onto the guys on the floor like, like it was intentional. Yeah, he abushied it. And it was a perfect <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah exactly, and it was a perfect landing which you don't get a lot with a lot of people who could flip nowadays in the indies. That's the difference is that Ricochet's accuracy accuracy is so uncanny. But uh, also, what I liked about the ladder match was that everyone had their time to shine. Everyone had a gifable moment. Yep. And there was no one where you were you thought, "Oh, that person's a weakling." Everyone had an arguable chance of winning it. And if they if that person won, if any of the six won, I would've been like, oh, "Okay." Yeah, everybody looked strong and and everybody was elevated. Yeah. yeah, definitely. What about that uh that uh purple rainmaker off the top of the ladder? That's that Holy shit! Scary. So good. <laughs> that was and he so it off. scary. And then we were talking about how that dude's only twenty-two. Yeah. That's only amazing. twenty-two. That's amazing. Uh, already a better promo than most. Uh, his in-ring performances have been pretty great. And uh, I will say, uh, someone posted a picture of. I guess he was doing a signing at Access. His out-ring performance is also great too, because he he had like the Prince purple do rag on, and really? he stayed in character. So nice. I thought that was great. Um, you know, his, his gear is always phenomenal. I, I, I think he's great. He's not my favorite of the six, but, but I, I thought he did really well. I'm hoping that kid goes far, man. I, you know. Yeah, I think, I think he has a lot of potential. I mean, especially because he's 22. Yeah. And that rolling, that rolling Death Valley driver he did 
um, onto the ladder. Oh so gosh. Ricochet was laying there, and he did the Death Valley Driver. Um, fuck, man. Um, How many times did we scream at each other, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. <laughs> and like you said, so many gifable moments that there were, like, 20 gifts from that match alone. Yeah. Um, and then who do you think the MVP of the match is? I would say Ricochet for the punishment that he took. I, I, I think it's it's a tie between Ricochet and and, uh, and Velveteen, honestly. I think it's either one of those two guys because uh, Velveteen got a lot of shine in that match. You know, I mean, I, I, he keeps losing, but they're doing such a great job of keeping him strong, mm-hmm. even in, in, in defeat, that I think, I don't know, it's, it's tough. I'd say almost it's, it's between one of those two, if not both. I would say Ricochet. Um. Really? <laughs> It may oh, that's come to really a, shocking. It huh. may come to a surprise. You say, but uh, I thought he he was athletic, but he also he can take punishment. And we we were laughing how when uh, Lars and Killian were throwing from end to end. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a match that PWG Throw match. him back. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. With Keith Throw Lee and back. Jeff Cobb. So um, that was cool. Um, because it was his debut, I want to give him a little bit more credit than everyone else. Because sure. it was his baby. And also props to Killian Day. I just thought expression-wise, every time he would step in the ring and see Lars, uh, he would just have a little, yeah. little extra something in this performance. Well, and Lars did well. He did well. I, he, I yeah, he did well as well. Um, for, for being a, such a high-profile match, that it, his highest-profile match to, to date, I thought he did very well in this style of match. Um, still yet, I, I feel like the, the, the three top guys that got the most cheers in this match was Velveteen, Ricochet, and Adam Cole. Um, people are really into the fucking Adam Cole chant. Oh, my um, God. I, I, always, I always look at him. I always look at Great Puma whenever we watch Adam Cole, and I, I always say, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't understand. Like, is it just a chant? Just a shit ton of charisma, and yeah. the dude could wrestle. Well, uh, not to mention he has he has the young bucks rub too. He, yeah. he he was part of Bullet Club. Yeah. And the elite. So well, he plays cocky fuck really well. He does. He, I, will, I will say he does. He has a big fan base. Um, but it's, oh. it's so big. And then how about that moment of EC3 doing uh, Adam oh, Cole's right. chant? That was, oh, oh, shit. That was a great. Baby. That was a great moment. EC3 <laughs> did well too. You know, it's funny we we were kind of uh, neglecting him, but uh, forgot about him. Yeah, I thought he did a a good a good job on his. NXT return uh, under this incarnation, but uh, yeah, I thought it was good um, when he was uh, in the beginning. He was trying to get Lars and Killian to fight. To each fight. Other. <laughs> that was hilarious. So yeah, he he's not my style of wrestler, but he's a good character. Yeah, he'll be a good character. Yeah. Um. So then Adam Cole takes the the the, the North American Championship. Uh, I guess. <laughs> I suppose. You know, I I think we all. Wanted to be hopeful that they'd give it to to, to Ricochet. Um, I really thought they would. I, I, yeah, I, no, I I really I, thought I, really I, I was really hoping for it as well. I I thought either him or or Velveteen, but um, you know I don't have any problems with. Uh, it with makes Adam sense. Cole. In terms yeah. Of every, well, especially every, as yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as everything starts to pan out later. Um, so yeah, overall, I, I think it's it, there's. I don't know, man. There, there's a lot of really good matches on this show. I'm glad we're talking about this show after right. WrestleMania because I really enjoyed the shit out of this show. The next match was the women's title match between Ember Moon and Shayna Baszler. That was so good. That yeah. was really good. Um, 
Ember Moon continues ahead. Great performances, pay-per-view after pay-per-view. Um, I thought it started off a smidge clunky, but I think they worked out the kinks really well. You always say that about women's matches. But I think you're just biased. No, I, no, I'm not. <laughs> I think because, you just hate women. No, I, I, look, <laughs> God damn it! I have high expectations for fucking matches. Exposed. As I should. I pay nine ninety nine for this fucking network. I don't get it for free with those free email addresses. God damn it, from Gmail. Um, but no, I, I really liked the way that it worked out, and I, I thought that once uh, Ember Moon hit the, uh, the eclipse and, and Shayna caught her, and just the fear in, 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 in Ember's eyes, like, oh shit, I got caught, and then as they slowly kind of build to her, you know, just passing out, I thought they did a fucking solid job with that. Well, I thought the match kicked up a gear when um, Shayna's arm got hurt. Oh, and then she shit, started popping right. it back in. And I was like, drama was heightened. And yeah. I was like, oh, God. Well, and you can see it in the crowds. Like, you can hear it in the crowd when they were like, she's trying to pop her shoulder back in. And the crowd was just like, what the fuck is going on? And then well, you realize, oh, minute, shit. Yeah, you don't, you don't realize what she's doing yeah, from, uh, for when a you're second. there. And then, uh, well, that's funny how you, how you guys felt about it because um, great that she's selling the shoulder injury. But when she was trying to pop it back in. It just it kind of took me out of the match for a second because it's like, motherfucker, this isn't like a movie. <laughs> People <laughs> but don't it kind of is. <laughs> but it kind of is. Though. It was it was a little jarring for me, but you know I'm gonna suspend my disbelief yeah. and and get into it, um, back into it again. But solid match. Um, I've I've never been particularly an Ember Moon fan. Um, I just think she's adequate. In my opinion, she's just adequate. I, she's I, fine. I mean, she's good. <laughs> Like just nothing, something about her doesn't click with me, and it's that it's that missing ten percent that you don't know what it you is. You just don't like werewolves, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> to I, I, you know what to to your point, it, it, me as well. Like she looks this character, but doesn't act this character. So you see her in her spooky, scary, you know, outfit, but then you see her at the performance center, like you know, just kind of out of context. In her Under Armour sneakers. Yeah, or, or cutting her promos and shit, and it's just very out of context. To me, like, like, she I cut like that her. promo um, last week on NXT, and it just looked like she, like, I can see you acting. No, 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 I like her promos, actually. Um, it's just... I, lot, I can see her a, acting that lo- fucking right. promo, man. No, there's a lot of, there's just a lot of Roman wrestlers, and it's, some of them work for the the audience and some of them don't. And but for but me, to she me, doesn't work. but to me, I think she needs to change up her promo style because that that promo from last week's NXT, I can see her fucking acting. I, I can see her bad. painting the numbers, and then you cut to Shayna, and she looks so fucking natural as just being this like. Because she's just a natural dickhead. <laughs> but 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 see, but she's playing to her strengths. Right. I don't know what Ember's strengths are outside the ring. Inside the ring, she's great. She has put on solid matches. But it's not, it, there's just something to me still that's not, like you said, that the whole package isn't there yet. Yeah, I mean, it, but I, I think she's a great wrestler. This match was really good. Um, I Actually, I didn't know how it was going to go because I thought, arguably, you can give it to Ember and, or you can have, sh- I, I actually thought, no, I take it back. I thought they were going to have Ember carry it and have Shayna chase a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I, w- I was a little surprised. I was pleasantly surprised. Sure. And, um, I look forward to seeing Kyrie chase it, Dakota chase it. 
What the hell happened to Nikki Cross? I don't see anything from her anymore. Yeah, she definitely deserves at least a run somehow. I'd, yeah. I'd like to see that match. Um, and I, I do like the outcome because I think it adds to both of their characters. Yeah. We'll see what this does for Shayna as a champion and defending it and dominating the division. And then also uh, Ember losing something big and loss. And that adds to character as well. So it'll be interesting going forward. All right, so let's move on to the... It was the uh, tag team triple threat match between um, Undisputed Era, AOP, and uh, Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. Any thoughts? Good match. Um, And then, you know, I know some people complained about the uh, swerve finish and the turn, but, uh, you know, it was fine with me. I like this match a lot. I like the match, and I think... You know, if if you really start to look into the into the you know the nooks and crannies of Roderick Strong and the un- undisputed era, you know, part of it doesn't make sense because he had feuded with these guys for a bit. But at the end of the day, I think the guy, I think this this guy needs this group. I think he needs a heel turn. Um, you know, he's been putting on, and I'm talking about Roderick Strong. Um, he's been putting on great matches. His matches in the uh, cruiserweight uh, tournament were solid, but there was just always been something missing, you know. And I, yeah. I hate that they kept going to the well with, "Well, he's a dad." You a know. lot of people are. Uh, yeah, I am, but I, it's <laughs> not, you know, not the only thing I'm known for. You know, it's my sexy hair. Other than <laughs> that, um, well, it was funny. We were, we were when we were watching the match. We were wondering, like, what is it about Roger Strong that makes him so? Well, I would use the word boring. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you guys do, but he's just boring to me. And we were like, what is it? What does he need? What does he need? And then as soon as that happened, we looked at each other and we were like, yeah, he needs that. Yep, there it is. That's 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 exactly what he needs. And then seeing footage of him at Axis, you know, with Undisputed, he looked natural. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like, ah. It's like, oh, this is, here we go. This is. Ring of Honor dickhead Roddy is back, (laughs) and I I like that. It's something similar happened to Samoa Joe. People forget that. When Samoa Joe came to to NXT, you know, they kind of did the goody-goody thing, and then it wasn't until he flipped the switch and became a heel that it really kind of kicked into, like, real Samoa Joe. Um, Yeah, I think he's a great addition. I don't know how long Bobby Fish is out, but I, I think putting, you know, keeping the tag team titles on them was a surprise. Uh, and, and adding him to the group was a big surprise, but a, but a welcome one. And I, I thought that that was I, I thought it was a good match. And gosh, despite whoever won or lost, this is how you book tag teams where everybody still is strong. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and even the crowd appreciated because the crowd was even chanting, "Yes," doing the yes chants uh, at the end when uh, when he joined the uh, undisputed era. Um, the next match, surprisingly. But a good surprise was the NXT title. Now, I say that because we still had two matches to go, and the NXT title was going on next, meaning that we were finishing the show with Johnny Gargano and Tommaso right. Ciampa. Um, this was a good match. I enjoyed this match. I enjoyed that, you know, Selena Vega, who's athletic as fuck, kept interfering and was telling the story of, like, look, you know, she's that catalyst that keeps getting in the way, which at the end of the match ended up costing... Um, you know, Andrade, the, the, the title. It was a stiff match, too. And I think this uh, just further 
gave further proof how Almas is a world class performer. He's great. If he's, he's not in, in anybody's top twenty list, um, you know I don't know what you're looking for because he's a really great wrestler. Wait. Uh, so before we get into the details, uh, he wouldn't let me take video, but Great Puma did do a fantastic Alistair like entrance uh, into I'm, the I'm, match. <laughs> Let's preface we the three of like they watched the match together. I watched it here. Um, at the uh, Art Hurts Podcast Network head- headquarters by myself. And it, when Alistair came out, I'm like, I-, I can only imagine what Puma's doing right now. I, I, had, I had my <laughs> iPhone ready, but he saw me. He wouldn't let me. You, you need to get a recliner chair. I know. Oh, it's happening. Simply for, the, for no, that. No, I'm thinking he of a coffin. He did it with full ab works. <laughs> nice. Look at you working the abs. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, and, I, and like I said, uh, you know, when we're talking about WrestleMania, you know, I think it was a little obvious, and we talked... Not to me. I, I really? Was surprised. I, I thought they were going to let Almas have the title run a little really? bit longer. Uh, have Alistair... So I, I was a little surprised, and then um, when uh, Alistair came... Didn't Alistair come out first? And then the champ came out yeah. second, so I was like, oh, okay, that means, like, the champ's going to retain. <laughs> so Ooh, I, I was a little... I know, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I was a little shocked. Yeah, and I, I really wasn't sure who would win. I didn't even know who I wanted to win. I like both acts a lot, mm-hmm. um, but if this means Almas gets called up to the main roster... We'll get to that. ...and, and deserves I, I definitely wanna, the big paycheck, yeah. I'm all for it. I definitely want to analyze after this next match kind of who we're guessing... Shows up, you know, in the next two days for Raw and SmackDown, because I, I do have a couple of ideas of who might be coming up, um, or you know, guesstimations, I should say. Uh, but yeah, then we got the main event, which was uh, Johnny Gargano taking on uh, Tommaso Ciampa in a uh, unsanctioned match. Now, the crowd was awesome for this match, right from the get-go, just giving uh, Ciampa so much shit. To the point where the entire match they were chanting, fuck you, Ciampa. Yeah. Which was like, this guy's a super heel right now. Like, I thought that was great. Um, they beat the shit out of each other. That, this was, this was wrestling at its finest. It's pure sports, meets this, opera, meets yeah. Broadway. Well, this was basically uh, the WWE's version, or a singles version, of the Golden Lovers versus Young Bucks. Honestly. Um, That's a good way to put just it. Just as much drama... Uh, and I thought the wrestling was just as great. I think uh, for the, it was either a tie between this match and the latter match where we kept looking at each other and going, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and this is when I didn't mind either of them kicking out of each other's finishers, whether it was off the yeah. top rope or whatever. Um, and I thought the finish was incredible, too. Yeah. Really well done. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was a really good... Kind of, you know, he's sitting there and, and he's threatening to, to hit him with the um, with the crutch and then ends up sitting next to him, kind of reminiscent mm-hmm. of, you know, what they did at the Cruiserweight Classic. And then, you know, um, he was, and then, you know, Ciampa tried to outsmart Gargano, which, you know, he ended up putting him in kind of like an STF where he was focusing on, on, on the leg that, you know, because he had taken his brace off and then used the brace in his fucking face. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that was... Great. I mean, I, I personally think they're reading our old EFED matches. Uh, <laughs> I want to say really, I wrote something like that. Oh, years ago. You yeah, know, it's a just, decade ago. Somebody found that floppy floppy disk. Yeah, <laughs> where, where that shit resides. So the big question is, what was the match of the night for Takeover New Orleans? You know, if, if we're talking like 
spots and excitement, I'd go with the first match. If we're talking about storytelling and, and, and emotion, I'd go with the last match of the night. No, bullshit. No, no either or. <laughs> pick, pick one. Uh, I'm going to go with the latter match. I really am. I, that's, I know I'll get slammed for it. but um, no. no, it's arguable. You no. know what? I, I no. really liked it. And, uh, you know, if you were to show for me, like a, just a casual fan, I think they would be like, holy shit, this is really cool. I ended up watching that match twice mm. last night. Um, I don't know. I, I, I love a good storyline, and I love the emotions of a good storyline. And I feel that, you know, we've had Gargano and Ciampa build for, fuck, a year? You with know, callbacks to even two years ago. W- yeah, with callbacks and even even just the subtle callbacks while Ciampa was out with um, with his match with Andrade where, they, where you know, Selena Vega threw the DIY shirt at him. You know, there was just little, just right. to keep it in, in the back of your mind that like, hey, we're still going back to this, don't worry. You know, and then we got the payoff. Um, I don't know, and, and Ciampa plays such a good piece of shit that, you know, there's something to be said when, you know, there's there's a distinctive face and a distinctive heel um, and that dynamic. So I might I'm going to go with the main event. Okay. I'm going to go with that. I will say I, I would ask you but I think we know where you're going. Hey. I can, <laughs> I can be unpredictable. Now I will say the, the Ciampa Gargano match and I, I'm the I'm coming into this rather new. I didn't watch any of their DIY matches. I just knew of the heel turn. I, I watched it from that point over. And so um I, I'm, I'm pointing at Puma because I, I think that he needs to show uh, Chupa the, uh, the DIY versus Revival match. No, we just, we, we're so, we're always behind. We're always playing I would show up. her CWC, but that means I'd have to uh, try to skip over Zack Sabre Jr.'s promos, and, and she's trying the to The technical avoid wizard. Oh, yeah. gosh. Um, no, I, so, even though I'm, I'm a newcomer, I got really sucked into sure. this match, and Actually, when uh, Gargano had he broke off the tip of the crutch, mm. I actually thought he was gonna stab <laughs> stab the dude in the he's face gonna, or dead. He's gonna uh, shake this motherfucker. Is mother there a blade in there? <laughs> no, seriously. But uh, yeah, I have to go with the ladder match because it had the greatest debut <laughs> in wrestling history. It really was, though. Yeah, uh, no, that was. I mean, this is that's how you should debut a championship. That's how you should de- debut new guys to the roster. That's how you debut like just. The, that these guys are stepping up, you know, like yeah. like like we mentioned earlier, everybody in that match had a role to play and played it well. And uh, he was laughing at me again because I think I got really emotional during because I would I would be gasping every time Ricochet <laughs> put up the ladder and when he <gasps> fell off I'd be like oh. You would be like <laughs> nine minutes in. It's like this ain't over in a long yeah. you know for a long time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And funny thing is, they went three hours with this show last night. It didn't feel like it. It did not feel that like it. felt like, oh, you know, they're short two-hour yeah, shows. If, if, oh, to me, it man. felt like it was an hour 15. Like, this show was just flowed beautifully, which is so amazing to me that it's the same fucking place that booked this bullshit we watched tonight. See, so I think what WrestleMania really lacks is comes down to one thing. They don't have an editor. They don't have anyone to say, you know what? You have all all these different parts. Now let's start whittling it down to see what's what's going to last and what you're going to save to the next show. That's what they don't have. But the amazing part about that 
is that the same guy has been editing this fucking show, same two guys, Kevin Dunn and Vince McMahon, have been basically editing WrestleManias since fucking the get-go, right? Yet, we've had WrestleManias that have been amazing. Hmm. WrestleMania 19 up in Seattle, to me, is one, it's still one of the best ones because it flowed and you got exactly what you wanted from every one of well, those Well, it's almost matches. like they don't have anybody anymore that asks the big question, hey, what do the fans want? Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, do you not... Do you, are you guys deaf? It's do you like not hear Rusev Day chanting? Like, do you... What, what, what about... That do you not I mean, understand? There's, there, there's part of look. There, I, I get it. That part of the equation is that they can't give the fans everything because you have to. You're you're doing a 52, you know, weeks a year of Mondays, Tuesdays, you know, Wednesdays, a pay per view a month, sometimes <laughs> two. Right. So I get that you're not you're not going to give us everything we want because you you have to dangle that carrot. But when it comes to fucking WrestleMania. Like, I think that you have to give in a little bit. Like I said, sometimes predictability is, is okay. We want that. We want to feel good at the end of the night. And when WrestleMania is that, you know, tie everything up in a bow, let's start a new, se- quote-unquote, season the next night, you know, what, what, what did we get? Yeah. What, what did we tie in a pretty bow, you know? Other than, like, Ronda winning and Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon winning. You know, which were good feel-good moments, you know. Um, you know, and, and sure, we didn't get Asuka winning or Nakamura winning. You know, that'll all work out in the next weeks and the next several months. But there's really no excuse for the last three matches just being, meh. If that was the case, then maybe they should have ended with, with Brian and, and, and Shane. Yeah. You know, let them finish the night. Something strong should have finished that fucking night. And they, you can't tell me that... They're, they don't know what kind of reaction they're going to get from Roman Reigns. Mind you, Roman Reigns lost. Regardless, that match still went on last. Hmm. So now that Mania is over, okay. who gets called up Monday or Tuesday? That's, that's the important question. I have two guesses so far. I think Andrade is going up. Hmm. I'd probably put him on... I would say put him on Raw, and I think AOP goes up. And they end up on SmackDown. To feud with Bludgeon Brothers, yeah. possibly. Yeah. Um, even them versus Braun wouldn't be bad either. Well, yeah, but I don't. Th- I don't think Nicholas is ready for uh, for AOP. Um, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> um, anybody else? You know, because sometimes we'll get a surprise person um, getting called up that might not need to get called up at that moment. I mean, we, they could call up Iconic. You know, they haven't been doing much on NXT. They could call both of them up well, to one of the shows. It wouldn't even surprise me if they called up War Raiders. Like, really? sometimes people just kind of go down there and then they skip it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, those are my two top runners. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. I, I think after, you know, Johnny winning his, his job back, I don't see them going... And moving him him up anytime soon, or Tommaso at this point, I think, you know that's not done at all yet. Um, I don't want to see them move Velveteen just yet. No. Well, with them forming British Strong Style, do they dare move up Sanity? Because they're not, they don't have titles or anything. So you know what? That actually might not be a bad idea because not only do you get 
a tag team, you get a singles wrestler, and you get a female wrestler right there in that one group. And they've gained traction. But like, then you lose the Lars Killian rivalry. Yeah, but you can, but 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 you can simply write that off on the you know the next couple weeks, you know, because they have ha- had an issue where they've called somebody up and they had some unfinished business mm. in NXT. So you know they'll go back do a match, you know, put the guy over, you know, which would be perfect for Killian Dane to put over Lars. You know, because he still needs, you know. And they established uh, Killian Dane, finally. Yeah. It took a while, because first yeah. he was just the big guy of the group. Yeah, the big guy of the group the in the background. Yeah, and then slowly yeah. but surely, he's kind of developed this badass persona, yeah. persona, and people know what he can do in the ring now. Yeah, that's actually a really good, um, w- w- would you go Raw or SmackDown, though? Um, gosh, either one, really. But I guess. I mean, that's a good faction to bring up. That's a very good point. I guess SmackDown, maybe. Really? Yeah. Face or heel? Because they're kind of faces they'll, right now. They'll come in as as faces, but knowing how the main roster works, they'll be tweaked and probably ruined. Yeah. And turned into Isn't heels. Isn't that weird that like these guys, they'll come up to the main rosters, and they always tend to tweak just a smidge. A perfect example is the, the Ascension. In NXT, the Ascension were, was this unstoppable tag team. They, you know, they were kind of the AOP of early NXT. They come up to the main roster, and all of a sudden, they're kind of like a knockoff of like the Legion of Doom, hmm. and a bad one too. To the point where they're just a joke character. That's not even close to what they used to be in NXT. Hmm. Yeah, now they're doing cameos on uh, Fashion Files. Oh, yeah, on Fashion Files. Oh, really? Know? Yeah. I think they, um, in terms of who's coming up. I think they might bring up Ember, have her you face think it's time Asuka. For Ember? Yeah, hmm. have her have her renew, get some life back into Oscar. There's a good question. Does Oscar stay on Raw because she didn't win that match, or does she go? Does she stick it with 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 uh, SmackDown now? I'd like to see her on SmackDown. So you want to see at least a rematch between her and oh, Charlotte? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, or yeah, I don't know. Okay. Honestly. Yeah, I think there's some good options there. I mean, I think you got you got a decent roster on NXT where you can afford to lose a couple people. Because right now you 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 lose a couple people and you're not going through that lull of like, yeah. all right, they're in the rebuilding phase. They're rebuilt at this point. And the the women's roster in NXT is pretty great right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the shakeup needs to happen. Whenever yes. that's going to come. Yeah, I'm assuming that'll be in the next within the next month. They'll be doing moving things around, and it kind of needs it. I think the first one that they did, I'm like, ah, this might be a little too early. Because I, I feel like it was, what, like six months after they had split the brand officially. Um, but now, now I think it's a good time to, to switch things up. Um, did you guys have any thoughts? Now, the only other show I watched besides, you know, the, the, the two WWE shows is I, I did watch Lucha Underground versus, versus Impact. Versus Impact. Um, which, you know, I, one I thought was fun. Two was my first experience with Twitch, um, and their feed was nice. Mm. Now, I know that a lot of people didn't have good experiences with feeds on other things, um, and I wasn't sure if I was going to invest money on this weekend or not. You know, I, I know that you guys kind of went back and forth on, on a couple of the shows, um, but I, was, I, I appreciated the fact that one was free, and because it was free, I decided to make that effort in watching it. Um, but you, you guys ended up watching quite a bit of it. We watched so much. We, this is the first time. Okay, so shout out to everyone who does Mania Weekend because I don't know how you guys do it. And then also 
take time to party and enjoy the what Sleep. the city has to offer. Yeah. Um, because we were exhausted. This is the first time that we've tried to do a lot of indie shows and uh, we had like the double screen action going <laughs> where I, I couldn't focus on any one thing at the same time. So I think we watched Lucha Underground and Impact, but that might have been on the second screen. <laughs> well, I mean, and then also props to anybody who does the late shows, uh, whether Ooh. it was Beyond oh, or Spring Break or even Kaiju Big Battle, and then maybe even get only four hours of sleep and then go at attend a morning access. Um, big ups to you guys because uh, th that's some dedication and some passion for the, uh, for the art form. Uh, but Thursday, we watched, I watched Evolve 102, and the main event of that was Zack Sabre Jr. versus Matt Riddle. Um, I got the show because I wanted to see Daisuke Sakamoto and Muni Norisawa versus Rencamp, which was a really good tag match. Um, AR Fox and Will Ospreay just tore the house down. They really did, if you like the high-flying style. So how, how, how high-flying did Osprey get? Because he was coming off that injury. And that was the question. It was like, um, I think he was so amped to uh, perform during WrestleMania weekend that he went 100 here. Okay. Uh, but that being said, his match at the WWN Super Show on, I think that was a Friday night, mm -hmm. uh, he played up his pain a lot more. In that, that was match. hard and he did a little, to watch. It was almost cringy to watch. Um, okay. But then, uh, and then the opening of Evolve 102 was um, Austin Theory versus DJZ, which DJZ <laughs> won. And that, oh, it was so good. And he did this the whole weekend where throughout his matches, anytime he was going to hit something big or uh, hit a big move, he'd always be like, DJ, whir, whir, whir. And then <laughs> and it was the funniest thing. And I'm a DJZ, Mark, so I, I was marking out the whole weekend every time I watched him wrestle. Uh, Darby Allen versus Keith Lee was good. That was a good card. I liked Evolve 102 okay. um, a lot. Okay. And then also, I will say that um, this encounter between ZSJ and Matt Riddle, I thought was a little better than the, the PWG, PWG one. one. I felt yeah. like that that first encounter, they were saving a little something for this weekend. Uh, and then what else did we watch? We watched a bunch of stuff on Friday. Oh, and then, um, so then, oh, also, on Friday night, uh, we watched uh, Spring Break 2, which I thought <laughs> delivered really good. Uh, Chupa Kick slept at the Clusterfuck match, which, oh, man, which is hard. totally fine. That was hard to It is watch. aptly named. It was appropriately named the Clusterfuck, and that's what it is. But everything else was really good to great. Um, Nick Gage versus Penta was interesting. Um, I thought the match of the night was uh, Walter versus PCO. Uh, and PCO that was hard just to watch. doing things that he shouldn't be doing at his age and his size, but it was really good. Uh, Matt Riddle versus James Ellsworth was everything that you wanted it to be. <laughs> and James Ellsworth, guy, Ellsworth, guys, he has a really good super kick. He really does. And it, it mixed the right amount of uh, comedy, and James Ellsworth got enough offense in and before Matt Riddle uh, got him. Uh, Quackenbush versus David Starr I thought was a bit of a letdown only because Quack didn't win and that's my boy yeah you know I've been liking him forever and since then, way uh, back that's when I started to fade but <laughs> you totally woke up at the end of uh, yes. Janela versus Great Sasuke and come on they ended the show with Great Sasuke karaoke to uh, Bon Jovi it doesn't get better than that 
Yeah, it was, it was really, it was, it was a really fun match. Joey Janela and, um, is it GCW, Game Changer Wrestling? Yeah. They're geniuses, man. Like, for them to be able to compete with uh, a multi-million dollar company and to get the word out, have great promo videos and get you really hyped and then actually deliver, I mean, fucking brilliant. If I ever write a marketing book about wrestlers, I'm going to have a chapter just on Joey Janela's spring break. Nice. <laughs> Think about it. They they sent the crowd home happy. It was one of the most talked about shows of the weekend, and it delivered. Yeah. With probably one hundredth of the budget, you know. Yeah, I mean clearly way less like than it. that, you know. <laughs> so, what the only thing about that show that you would change would would it be that you would just put it on earlier? No, I think it's perfect. It's, I mean, well, think about it. Show. We uh, yeah. why not have wrestling that late because. We have dancing that late. We, you know, there are so many things that happen late at night. Why not wrestling, you know? Um, I'm assuming it's that late because it's cheaper for the venue. And it's not necessarily for old men like me. Yeah. But if I was in my mid-20s, fuck yeah. That's amazing. Let's not forget, you guys were watching that match three hours, you know, ahead you so know. it's four in the morning for those bastards. Yeah, you know I cannot. I, mean? I don't even know how they do it. Like I, I was legit. I don't like, even know how pitching you guys... myself. I was pitching <laughs> myself. Come on, I can stay awake. I can do it. I don't even know how you guys do New Japan live. You know, like to me, that's surreal. Pure will and determination. I guess, and, and, and knowing that Kota Ibushi is going to be in your screen, or I guess, man. You know what I mean? Like, I, my old ass is like, all right, I'm going into radio silence. I'm staying off the interwebs. And I'm just gonna wait till I get fucking home because no, great, great Puma is the the best wrestling partner ever because he'll be like, wake up, <laughs> this is you're, gonna be good. You're snoring. Uh, well, get ready because we're gonna get the G1 soon. So <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of wrestling to watch. Um, what else? And then also we watched the WWN Super Show Mercury Rising, uh, that had Will versus Matt in the main event, and then um, that was a scary one. Dickinson and Jaka versus Ring Ring Camp. Keith Lee versus Daisuke Sakamoto, which delivered, I thought, yeah. really fun. Um, ZSJ versus Moon and Orisawa. That and was really good. That was, that was. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I got what I wanted. I wanted to see Sawa for like a decade. I, I just remember the promos for when he first came, was going to come to Evolve. And uh, they were just wild. They were just him in Japan just acting a fool. And I, I've always <laughs> been curious. And uh, he totally delivered. I, I can't get his strikes out of my mind. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that was a good show as well. Yeah, so we watched a, a lot of wrestling this weekend. I've, I've never watched so much wrestling. And then, and then you have to hype, hype yourself up to watch WrestleMania. So, yeah, I'm exhausted. Yeah, I, 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 to me, it, it's surreal that these guys, <laughs> these fans that go to these shows and are up to the wee hours of the morning just to crash, to shower, shave shower shit. To, to get back on the, on the bus and do it again is, is surreal. Did you watch the whole show of the Impact versus Lucha? Yeah. Um, that was a good card. Yeah, that I really enjoyed was. it. You know, and it's funny because I, I have not watched either one of those shows in a while. Hmm. You know, it, it, I, I still record them both, but I, I just haven't watched them, so I ended up deleting them. So I was intrigued because it was such a kind of like a, a match of things. But yeah, I ended up watching it and I enjoyed that show. And, and I think uh, for me, it was it was also like the NXT show where it was just bookended by two really great matches. So it opened with that six-man tag 
with um, BJZ and Andrew <laughs> Everett versus uh, King Cuerno and Drago and Aerostar. Oh, that was and really David, good. David Desmond yeah. Xavier, that was really and that good. was really good. Yeah. And then, uh, and then it ended, and you know, I hate to say it, thankfully El Patron uh, didn't it was a no show, and you got this incredible triple threat match. Yeah, I think the match was was a lot better without 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 um, Del Rio in it. The the triple threat, yeah, definitely was a better match laid out. And then, uh, so he's no longer with the company at last, right? Yeah, they, they, um, they announced they, they booted him, so I guess they, they're not going to put up with his shit anymore. So yeah, it's unfortunate because he's, he's a good worker and he's a, he's a, he's a you know he's, he, he fits the, the criteria of, of a superstar, but he just you know for some reason he does some knucklehead shit and yeah. it costs him these big opportunities. Yeah, and, and I think this just goes to show that anytime you have Pentagon and Phoenix on a card, they are must-see wrestling. They really are. Yeah. The, the, that, those are two great acts, and, and they perform well together or against each other. Now, the, the only thing I wish they would have aired were the matches from Access. Because right. Access had three tournaments, four tournaments. So they had a, a tournament for, the, for a chance at the UK title, the North American title, the women's title, and the tag team title. And then on top of that, on Sunday, they had a mixture of matches. They had uh, progress matches. They had um, WWN matches on there. Like, to me, like, I would have loved to have seen that this, today's, like, uh, access show. Because it sounded like, it was really cool. Just a mixture of guys you're, you're not going to see. You know, it's it's WWE super show, right. if you will. You know, with the indies and the NXT and UK. You know. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they'll have a special yeah. uh, showing some of those matches in their entirety, or at least some highlights. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see what, what Walter did. I want to yeah. see how Keith Lee did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got to say, it, it, I'm, I'm, as much as I look forward to WrestleMania, you know, season kicking on, kicking out, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good now. I'm ready for our regularly scheduled program. Right. So, all right, you guys. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, Any last thoughts, Muscar? I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm fucking tired. I'm, and, and, as, and as tired as I am, yeah, I look forward to getting home from work and, watch, and sitting through three hours of, you know, Monday Night Raw because it's usually a pretty decently put together show with returns, with new faces, with the crowd losing their shit, like, I look forward to that. And now that it's kind of spilled over to SmackDown, you know, I'll be watching that too. So, you know, I'll actually watch both of these shows in their entirety, um, even though I haven't been the last couple weeks because, you know, it's just been kind of like, all right, WrestleMania set, let's get to it. Uh, props to the NXT crew for putting on an amazing pay-per-view from beginning to end. Also, props to the Indies for putting on so many quality shows. Uh, I need to see, like, three or four of them. Actually, I have to have a lot of catching up to do. So props to them. Uh, everybody did a wonderful job. So many great matches. And I know it sounds like we're being really critical about WrestleMania. Yeah, we are. Um, what? But <laughs> I will say, this is a really great time to be a wrestling fan. There's so much to watch. And uh, the biggest challenge right now is trying to keep up with everything. So props to all the wrestlers who are doing what they're doing. Yeah, I, this, this has to be probably the, the greatest of the WrestleMania um weeks yeah i, I think uh, i don't know what this age is going to be called but it's mm -hmm. like a, a golden age is back again 
It really does feel that way. And we didn't even touch on Ring of Honor. That's a story for another time. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there was so much going on that it's it's it was hard to cover or and even watch all of it, you know, so. But, yeah, you know, and, and I'm sure that next, next year will be even crazier. That's right. Which, hopefully, we will be attending live. Knock That's on wood. <laughs> Knock on wood, fellas. All right, so if... That's all we got, then. I am Mascara de Fuego. And I'm Chupa Cake. And I am Grey Puma. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until all are one.